Welcome to the Creative Den Pod, where we talk about business, entrepreneurship, creativity, family, faith, and so much more. I'm your host, Akinakiwande, and today, on episode number one, I am joined by my beautiful wife. What's up, everyone? Adriana Akinwande. What's happening? <laughs> and also, my good friend, Matt Duarte. Hi there. Yeah, we work together at Church for the Nations. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for hopping on this first one with me. How you feeling? Good? We're good. 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 Well, let's jump into it, you know? So I just wa- I wanted you guys to be on this first one. Obviously, like this podcast kind of in my head started it a little bit over a year ago, you know, and it has morphed into this idea. But when I started it, it was something totally different. I remember talking to you about it. Um, do you remember? What did you feel when I was like, okay, we're going to, I feel like we're supposed to do a podcast. Really, God? That was your first, that was your, that's what you thought. I think I was taken back mm. just because I knew that you were in the season of where God was revealing where he wanted to take you next. And it was more or less where we need to be in preparation for whatever he was calling you to do. Yeah. And it was more of a. On my end, it felt like more of a questioning God. Is this really what you're calling us to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing him confirm it to you one thing after another, um, then it felt like things got real, yeah. real quick. Yeah. That was like, I think that was a little over a year ago. And I, I got that. And you, you know me, I am quiet. I, well, I won't say I'm quiet. I used to be shy growing up. You can be. I am quiet for the most part, but I do enjoy conversation. And I feel like that's what a podcast is. It's just a conversation amongst friends and spouses. <laughs> so that's why you're here. Uh, Matt, so by the time I told you, it had actually morphed into what it is today. What do you remember from there when I said, hey, I'd like for you to be a part of this? Because you're not, I mean, although you are sitting here, we're having this conversation. But you're also going to be behind the scenes with social media stuff, doing some photography and some and some video for the social media. But when I told you about this, what did, what did you think? <clears throat> um, it was it was really exciting. I think I was looking more forward to the conversations that were going to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the upcoming uh, guests that are kind of in mind, I just still have so much to give to the world. And I think that's what I'm excited for. Uh, you do. Your entire, you know, structure of things is really the idea of storytelling. And I think um, everyone has so much experience in their own lives. And I feel if just people get to uh, hear that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel, um, I mean, just the more we start to hear um, people's stories and what they've gone through and where they're at, I think it truly inspires us. So when you had told me, I was just, I'm all for it. I'm all for it because at the end of the day, um, just like you had mentioned, it is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel just so much people um, are going to benefit by just literally listening. Yeah. And I know that so much new ideas are going to be birthed from the conversations are going to begin here. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Dope. That's cool, bro. Um, and you're kind of like in a transition as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, seasons of transitions. Um, we'll come back to a specific story mm-hmm. from a couple years ago. We'll come back to that. But um, let, let's say this. You... You left the HVAC, AC, you know, service area that you were doing and now moving into this creative side of things where 
you're doing photography, video, graphics, design, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's that transition build being like from doing something so heavy on, you know, on being like a handyman almost mm-hmm. to now using your mind as a creative? What does yeah. that what does that feel like? Yeah, it's it's really cool because now like when I have like when I think back on it, creativity has always been there. Mm-hmm. You know, creativity, one of the one of the things that I started to when I started to hear the word creativity, I, I started to realize that it was kind of put like in a box. And so when I think back, I'm like, oh wow, I've always been someone who has the ability to create. Yeah. Um, doing AC, yeah, it's de- definitely, you know, very demanding when it comes down to like, you know, like your physical body and stuff. Uh, for myself, it was the, one of the biggest blessings ever in my entire life for not only myself, but uh, my two other brothers who are still in the HVAC business. But we all did it together. And I think that was um, just a huge, exciting part of it. Mm-hmm. So I think the when I bring up creativity, like in the HVAC world, it's the same concept of anything else. You know, right. you, 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 you know, we, we will tear down the unit, you know, and, and you would just have a blank canvas. And literally, like, it's just platform, right? And then begins the, the, the struts to start hanging it. Mm-hmm. So, and every little detail mattered. And I think that's kind of what I was starting to learn about myself mm-hmm. is I love that entire idea of, like, before and after of having something just, like, like just having nothing and then turning it into something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. Um, the transition into, like, full-time content, full-time, you know, um, you know social media, um, it's been challenging. I think it's because it requires more like sit in one spot, mm. ask yourself, mm. like, you know, what do I want to do with this? Yeah. You yeah. know, one one of the things um that uh that I feel um just has been cool is uh, you know, there's things that I made before and it's like the surprising feeling of like, oh wow, like this came from me. Like I made this on my laptop. Like that's mm. interesting. And so the transitions it's been a lot easier than I thought. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you had asked, I mean, you, we literally just came back from, uh, we went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. we went to Passion Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, uh, real, like literally the month, the, my last month in HVAC. And it was so cool. I knew, it was com- I knew HVAC was coming to an end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say two and a half, three years ago, um, I just, I, I knew it wasn't, I knew HVAC wasn't going to be the thing that I was going to do forever anymore although i thought it was my brothers and i we had a vision to create our own company we were getting names ready we were getting you know are we going to get this van all this stuff mm-hmm. but when i had got that um just you know that something just kind of took place internally where i was like oh cool this isn't what, I, what i'm going to be doing forever mm-hmm. um and uh i would say when we, when we had went to atlanta it, it was kind of just a like a burning desire that really was just taking place and it's so crazy because it's only been six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just to know that, um, you know, this is where I'm at. Um, it was it was challenging in the beginning because I didn't literally um, I didn't really think I had anything to offer mm-hmm. when it comes down to like a graphic or a video or pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it's pretty cool. Uh, just that, you know, the transition just literally just yeah. was like a step. Yeah. I think what people saw in you was your character. Because, you know, they always say your gifts will, will, will open the door, but your character will keep you there. Mm. You know, and I, I think it's interesting that you even correlate, correlate the, you know, HVAC to creativity. Because some people don't see it as that. Mm. Some people don't see themselves as creative. 
And I think, think that a lot. you know, mm-hmm. I think we're all creative. Even as a mom, you're creative as a mom. You mm-hmm. work, you know, for the state government, but as well, even within your job, the ways, you know, you, you have to deal with people, clients, and things like that. Sometimes there's some creativity, you know, within that. You know, and I think a lot of the times we, we don't see ourselves as, as being creative mm-hmm. when, in fact, God put that within us. God, that was the first thing we see God as, as a creative. Mm-hmm. When it says, you know, in the beginning, God created, literally. That mm-hmm. was the first thing he did. When it, when it comes to the Bible that we know of, um, is God creating the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, why do we think we're not creative? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We are. So <clears throat> that leads us to even the... The, the, the name of this podcast, Creative Den Pod. What does that mean? You know, obviously we could say the Creative Den Podcast, but we decided to be edgy and say pod. <laughs> That's literally why. <laughs> hey, I like that part, you know, it's cool. Um, but Creative Den Pod started with looking at, you know, my life as a creative, you know, but also I... We'll talk about this in, in a few minutes. When we saw this place, we knew that we're supposed to have a podcast. And this is in, in an office den. So my mind is, you know, I'm, I've, I've watched a lot of podcasts and I've listened to, like, how they come up with their names and, and whatnot. But I think this is unique in the sense that I had to look biblically, you know. The first thing that comes to my mind is Daniel in the lion's den, right? Mm-hmm. So I go through the the entire book of Daniel again and reading through chapter one and all that. Obviously there was a king, King Nebuchadnezzar, and it became like through a span of his of his reign, he became friends with, with Daniel and Daniel was a person that always interpreted his dreams and gave him counsel, white wisdom and all that kinds of things. Eventually this king dies, but Daniel was still, I think number two or whatever in the kingdom, however you want to put it. But Eventually, this king dies. There was a new king that didn't really know about the dynamic between Daniel and King Nebuchadnezzar. So now this king, you know, his ego and everything is saying everyone has to bow down to him. But Daniel is like, I'm not bowing down to you, fool. Like, who do you think you are? I'm a son of God. Like, I'm not going to do that, you know. But he, instead of, like, listening to what the king was doing, like, not praying, he opens up his window and prays to God for everyone to hear him, you know? So now the king sends for Daniel and says, you have to bow down to me. You have to worship me, you know? And said, no, he's not going to do that. So what did they do? Oh, I mean, even it was like, don't pray to any other God, right? Mm. Don't pray to any other God, but this one that we're going to worship here. And Daniel was like, no. And so they eventually threw him in the lion's den. And when Daniel was in the, in the midst of the lions, then the Bible says God literally closed the mouth of the lions and they didn't do anything to him. So that's like God's protection over Daniel's life. And in my, I, I, I t- now I'm looking inward and trying to find that like my entire life as a creative, God has protected me. You know, even to where we are now, like growing the business, but doing it in incremental small growths, I think has protected me because I haven't made any detrimental mistakes mm. like a lot of business owners or entrepreneurs would do because they're taking risks. But at the same time, I could see this as a risk, taking it slow because 
sometimes often we see other people doing other things and you think they're ahead of you, mm. you know? So it's almost a risk in that sense to take, take a step back and take it slow and just, you know, work on different aspects of the business every single year. And so that's why I'm excited for this year, you know? So even taking it back to what my life looked like, I grew up in a family of musicians, right? My brothers that play instruments, um, my mom sings, my dad. My dad literally taught himself how to play the piano, the trumpet, the saxophone, the bass, the guitar, X, Y, and Z. He's that kind of person. And I feel like that's where I get it from, like learning things. It's like I stay up to four in the morning watching videos and learning how to do something. I get it from my dad, from that perspective. And so me and my brother, we, me and my brothers would go to music school. We'll learn, you know, a little bit of the keyboard of, of what music is like. Um, eventually, growing up, um, I decided to learn more of the drums. That was my thing. I think by the age of 15, 16, I wanted to be a drummer. And so I took that with me. But even going back, I remember my, my 10th birthday. Um, this was on the gift that God gave me. I remember watching the VHS video just recently, like a couple years ago, and I see myself just jumping up and down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm a fly boy. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. You know, that's what I thought dancing was, you know. And that was when I, I felt like, okay, I could learn this. By the age of 11, 11, I started teaching myself by watching videos. Michael Jackson, Jenna Wine back then was dancing. And so I, I'll watch all these videos and teach myself how to dance. Mm -hmm. And so I've always had that. Um, from a young age to cultivate the gifts that God has given me, you know? And so, um, moving forward, I went through high school, went through college, went through my master's. In the midst of my master's, I was trying to figure out, there has to be more, you know, because I was living with my parents. I obviously went to school, but it's, it's one of those things where you graduate college, expect you to have experience you don't have experience so you don't get a job you know that was the most confusing thing ever <laughs> right <laughs> it's like so much you know, pressure yeah it's an entry-level job but have two to three years experience yeah you know and that was where i was stuck so i was like i don't know what i'm just gonna get my master's so decided to get my master's and um in the midst of my master's that's when i feel like god birthed the idea of the business this is where everything starts for me. This is 2016, you know. Um, and because I was still, I was dancing, I was teaching dance. I was two years into teaching dance at a studio. Um, I decided to name my business Rhythm Creative Lab because everything for me at that point was all about rhythm. Dancing was rhythm. I was playing the drums. I was playing at multiple churches at that point, going from one church to the next and like just playing music. And I enjoyed it. But the business came to life with Rhythm Creative Lab. And since then, it's just been incremental growth every year after the next, after the next, until it gets to 2018 when I met this wonderful lady. <laughs> and, you know, I felt like that was, that was a turning point for me in life is, okay, I've lived life as a single man for for a while now um learning the responsibilities of what it is to be someone that has always looked at my parents marriage and you know wanted something like that 
because um, I've been married for 34, 35 years now, um, and aspiring to have something like that. And so in 2018, we met, do you remember? Like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday. Uh, yeah, serving at youth camp. Um, I think for me, it was a season of waiting. Mm. Um, it was a year and a half of just waiting, waiting for God to confirm where he was taking me next. Yeah. Um, but I knew that I need to, I needed to serve in that, in, in that season. Um, and during camp, um, you know, he caught my eye dancing, of course. Um, but again, I was in that season of waiting. Um, so a dance that got you. I was attracted to your moves, um, <laughs> to the rhythm. Um, but I knew that it was going to be something, something so big to where I couldn't say no mm -hmm. if that's where God was leading. Yeah, leading us. At first, she tried to friend zone me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was like, "Let's go out fellowship." Yeah. Again, it was a season of waiting, so I couldn't accept any dates. Um, I, I needed to be still and forgot to confirm who he wanted me um, to go you know, into a relationship with because you know, I was tired of making the same mistakes and mm -hmm. um, derailing the plans that God had for me. So I said, you know, no more. Yeah. I will go on coffee dates. We will have fellowship um, until God confirms. Yeah. And sure enough, um, within that same year, six months later, mm -hmm. uh, we were already dating and mm -hmm. serving together. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got engaged next year. We got married the next year. We had a baby the next year. Actually, we bought a house mm -hmm. that you stayed in just by yourself. I was still with my parents. And then we got married. And then we had a baby in the next year, literally. Mm -hmm. And then after that, this is where, like, I felt like another, huh, like fire was birthed. On the next episode, you're going to hear um, just a little bit of that with um, Isaiah, Isaiah Grissom. Um, I think this is around the time that we started, like, doing business together. And, like, meeting with him and just seeing the way he was, like, years ahead. Like, it plans two, three years ahead, right? And, like, looking at that, I was like, okay, there's something brewing that I have to start thinking about the business side of things, not just the creativity side, not just the creative side, you know. So a lot of us creatives, you know, we, will, we have this gift and we grow in the gift, start making a little bit of money, but we don't, but then we neglect learning about business, mm. especially if that's what we want to do. Um, so I think that was when I was like, there's much more to just having the creative skills, but just as well understand the business. And from that, that led me, that led us to, you know, I think this was like 2023-ish. 20, and now we're pregnant with baby number two, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we're looking at our house. And we're noticing that we are starting to outgrow it just a little bit, right? And then we have this wonderful idea. What would it look like to buy a house? Interest rates are high. We're seven months pregnant at that point. <laughs> you know, even the year prior to that, the, the month prior to that, we decided, we're, 
tossing around the idea of maybe maybe renting it out, mm -hmm. you know, but we never felt peace in that, mm -hmm. you know. We decided to just wait. And then the next month, Claire's Day, you asked me this question. What if we could do it before the end of the year? And I think that was like my green light to be like, okay, let's figure this out, you know. <laughs> and from there, we started looking. This is crazy. I don't know if anyone has ever achieved this. The process from beginning to end happened in a six-week window. Mm -hmm. From putting our house up for sale, finding this house on the same week, we signed the contract mm -hmm. for this house. We signed a contract to sell our, our the other house. And that process took six weeks. Mm -hmm. What were you feeling then? It was nerve-wracking for sure. That it felt like we were just in the middle of chaos, but there was complete peace in that. Um, and I think that's what confirmed uh, that God's favor was all over it. Uh, and if it's God's will, it's his bill. <laughs> and literally, that is exactly what happened. Um, you know, he kept continuing to show favor after mm -hmm. favor after favor. Um, and that just confirmed everything. Um, I'm not going to lie. You know, getting closer to our due date, we literally what signed two weeks before mm -hmm. our delivery date. Uh, so yes, it was nerve wracking, um, and you know, in the midst of that, God just gave us complete peace, uh, and I think that just continued to confirm that you know His will was all over it. Mm -hmm. Definitely, and I think um, looking at this house, I remember stepping into this current office that we're in and that was when i saw the complete picture of mm -hmm. what this podcast was gonna look like and I... this is exactly what i saw you know and even then still i didn't have a clear direction of who we're speaking to you know but then i looked at my life you know saw what it w was all about saw how god brought me to where we are now every year every year is always leveled me up. Mm -hmm. You know, it is not by my strength, it's not by my might, but it is always by by him and Amen. the obedience of that. Um and like just noticing that in my life, I was like, okay, the the thing, the one thing that I know that I am, you know, number one, besides being a son of God, is <laughs> is a creative. Because that's that's where I found the most peace, love, joy and creating even mm -hmm. though there's times when it's like it's hard and you know in, in every job there is always something but that is where i found the most joy whatever it is whether it was playing music whether it was dancing photography video graphics whatever it was singing mm -hmm. sometimes i sing <laughs> and shout I'm just kidding now, I actually grew up singing with you know I was in the choir as a, as a young kid there's videos there's receipts of that you know <laughs> so but whatever it was I was even acting you know those times when I was acting doing things like whatever it was that was the time I was you know at my best so I knew that that's what it had to be you know and that's where, that's why we are here, you know? And I remember meeting you in 
20, was it 2019, 2020? I think it was 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So we go to the same church, Church for the Nations, right? This, you are new, fairly new at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So it, and obviously you already, you had a camera or you were dabbling at that point. Um, and we decided to have you on the team. So I'm the creative director at CFTN, for those that don't know. Um, and we decided to have you on the team, right? And you took pictures one Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a fun story. <laughs> what happened? That, I don't know if I came on a Wednesday or a Sunday. It was a Sunday. Did I come on a Sunday? It was a Sunday. Anyways, I took pictures on that Sunday. I just never came back. <laughs> After that Sunday. <laughs> Why? For quite some time. Honestly, well, speaking of the whole HVAC thing, I, that was also a time to where I knew it was time to kind of, um, like I knew it wasn't what, what I was going to do forever. Mm. So I kind of just, when I heard that, I was kind of rushing myself out. Mm. And so I literally, um, I, I think I, I even quit around that time, HVAC. Mm. And then um, I started to do everything like, you know, all the all the side hustles doordash you know instacar all that stuff mm-hmm. and it just took me down a, a whole different direction mm-hmm. i thought i was going gonna, gonna, gonna go this way and i went this way yeah so i think around that time what it really was was just like okay well this isn't what you know yeah. I'm, I'm 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 gonna be doing I, my focus mm-hmm. is here mm-hmm. but that's the cool thing is when i reflect on that um i think it what was missing back then from when you asked again mm-hmm. was the like the des- like the desire to serve mm-hmm. and and that's really what it was that was yeah. missing back then yeah. back mm-hmm. then it was just like yeah cool i have a camera and stuff and around that time i did have a an a7 III, and it was literally just um photos i was i was you know i didn't think i was uh even uh like i had the ability to create a video i think i was just focused on photos mm-hmm. um and then so when he asked i think i always carried it like at church, right? Yeah. Like I think yeah. it was just always with me. Mm-hmm. And so you mm-hmm. came up. But yeah, that's kind of what happened during that time. So it wasn't that. It had nothing to do with you, nothing to do with the church. In my head, I thought, you, I, in my head, I thought you did a, you did a bad job. That's why, you, that's what you thought. I yeah. thought you thought you did a bad yeah. job. I mean, you only and... told me all my pictures were overexposed like <laughs> 10 times. In my head, I thought that was why. Really? No. Yeah. no I thought that was why. It was like, man, this guy, did he think I just pushed him to the side you know That's what i mean hilarious. but yeah. I've, i'll my thing is i've always come from a place i like i enjoy teaching i enjoy like you know just teaching people things that i know and as i'm learning and when i'm teaching i'm actually getting better as well right. because um i taught myself how to dance but when i started like teaching at studios and teaching like you know kids that or people that have never danced i was like how can i break this down and then i had to go back and teach myself and then mm-hmm. once I started teaching myself again, I actually started getting better. And I think for us, like if sometimes we think that hey, we're too, we're not good enough to teach or to help someone, let's just look at it as that serving, helping people, mm-hmm. right? Um, the better, I mean, when we start taking that step and doing that thing, we actually get better as mm-hmm. well, you know? And so, yeah, that was, a, that was funny. And then when you came around the next time, that was a, that was definitely a difference to you, you know that I could see, and I think you had kind of like this was like three years later, you know. I think you had worked on yourself, worked on um some parts of your, you know, just you as a man, and coming through. I think that's what everyone saw. It was like there's something different about Matt. There's this character, you mm-hmm. know. 
even though it might be new to taking pictures and taking videos, let's give them a chance, you know. And your growth from there has been exponential, man. It's been crazy to, to watch and to see. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, bro. It's been fun. Yeah. It's been six, almost seven months now working together. Mm -hmm. It's been one of the most funnest things. I look forward to it literally every day. It fills me up. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, when, when, like, I I, I think that's kind of how, um, well, I'll I'll say this, because this this is kind of what what was driving me, or it's still driving to this day, but it's the idea of kind of um, knowing that, like, I don't know anything. Mm but that's like also an opportunity to kind of start learning. You know, I, I love that your entire life, you learn it from your dad. Of yeah. just, if you don't know it, you can learn it. Mm-hmm. And we live in that age right now where literally everyone's realizing like, oh, wait, we have YouTube, we have this. You know, I can learn on YouTube, but, you know, I don't even know, I don't need to go to college anymore. I can literally just learn this type of stuff on YouTube. Yeah. You know, um, but it's been fun. It's been very challenging. Um, there's times where um, I'm working on a project and it's literally like, I'm just more energized mm-hmm. than ever. And I think that's just why it's, it's, I, I know I'm, I'm still like in that beginning phase of mm-hmm. like, just being very curious. Um, also what helps me is I heard it from someone, but it's the idea of like, no one knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like no one knows. And so when I heard that, I was like, you know, no one knows what they're doing. So like this, where I heard it from, he broke down like the story of like, mm-hmm. they have like this massive business. And when they asked him like, you know, how did you get here? He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I got here. So I kind of think about that. And I'm like, that's so true. We'll have conversations of like, wait, so you don't have to have it all figured out before you jump. Mm -hmm. And that was, that's, that's one of my weaknesses is waiting until it's, you know, perfect or waiting until it's good before I even like take any sort of step. Mm -hmm. But it's cool because you realize like everything begins with a risk and everything literally you're like the failures are kind of, they become like something you desire now Mm -hmm. because like the faster you fail, the faster you're going to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think that's been, um, that's been fun, but I'm, lo- I'm loving the time. That's good. Just kind of here in the space. And I think also giving God that space for him to work. Um, because again, you may not know, but God does. And you're the instrument that he loves to use each and every day. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that, you know, you're in that season of, you know, for him to do what he does best. Mm-hmm. And it's okay not to know everything. If anything, he loves that because then that's an opportunity for growth. So true. Yeah. So true. It's a good line with the instrument that God loves to play. We heard that and um and I told you, you know, when we came back from Atlanta, that was the thing that stuck with me the most. You know, from passion conferences. Um, when Brooke Liggerwood just said that, you are the instrument that God loves to play. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we see as ourselves, sometimes, I won't say a lot of times, sometimes people, I don't want to gen- generalize and say everyone does this, but sometimes people, we see ourselves as, oh, I'm the answer to what you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Jesus is the answer. Um, but we are the way that he chooses to use. So mm-hmm. we are the instrument that he likes to use to get the answer to people, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I think that's why, that's what I, I try to see with my business is, I am just a conduit, you know, of what God wants to do in someone's life or business, um, whatever, wherever it is. And so going back even to, I think, 22, beginning of last year, 23, I deci- we decided to go on this rebrand, right, for the, com- for the company. And the previous name was Rhythm Creative Lab. All about dance, all about 
you know, music. I did a lot of music videos back then. I did a lot of dance videos as well. But I decided, I, I, I started noticing, right, the clientele was changing. And even learning about business and trying to see long-term what I really wanted to do mm-hmm. was I had to sit down and think. And that's the thing a lot of people don't do. We don't, almost don't have the time to, to think. I was listening to a podcast today with Omar and Jabin, Jabin Chavez from City Life Church. And they were talking about leadership. And something that Jabin said is, if you want to be a good leader, or some, some to this line, paraphrasing here, um, thinking, like just sitting down for hours and thinking on the idea of what you want to do will get you farther than than anything else because a lot of times in this day and age of social media we try to fill up our time with just watching tiktoks and instagram and youtube videos and stuff like that and i'm guilty of that watching many podcasts and just a lot of times creators will get stuck at that ideation phase and we never move past that because we're just thinking of the idea but we don't move towards execution so Mm-hmm. Um, but when I decided to rebrand, there was a lot of thought that went into it. And the the next phase was just to pull the trigger and do it <laughs> and not just talk about it. Keep talking about it, keep talking about it. Then we don't mm-hmm. do it. So I decided to go ahead and call it Creative Collection. From Rhythm Creative Lab to Creative Collection. Why Creative Collection? Because I've always seen myself as someone that has a collection of creativity. Many gifts, you know, that God has given me. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to, to use that in some kind of way, mm. you know, to brand a company as that. So question I would like to ask you, what is it like being married to a creative? It's a beautiful adventure. You don't know what to expect. <laughs> Literally. There's no timeline. Um, you know, he's up at odd hours of the night. He's never not working, not thinking, not creating, not plotting. Um, there's always something that Akin is doing. And I think that's one of the things that I admire him the most is that he never thinks that he knows it all. He's always continuing to find, you know, finding innovative ways to do things. Um, and I think, you know, there's times when I have to pray for the patience to keep up or the strength to keep up because sometimes I'm like, are you not tired? Especially only running on like two, three hours of sleep. And this man is going and going and going. And I think that is something that I continue to pray for strength to keep up because I feel like I constantly have to be ready, constantly having to be, you know, in that, in that stillness Mm -hmm. to be able to encourage you whenever you're doubting yourself or whenever you're trying to question what God is doing. Mm. And I know that's where the enemy wants to try to creep in. And I feel like that's where I have to, you know, stand um, as, you know, as your partner to be able to confirm what God is doing. Um, Something I admire the most about you is how sensitive you are to God's voice. Mm. And that can be a scary thing. <laughs> because it it almost like he confirms it with you, mm-hmm. but then I'm over here questioning it. Like, how are we going to do that? And I think that's something that I constantly have to 
make sure that, you know, I'm staying prayed up for God to use me to be able to be your right hand yeah. at any moment. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it is tiring. Um, but I love that, that it's never, you know, it's never complacent. There's always something. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that has its pros and cons. For sure. Um, but I love, you know, the legacy you're creating yeah. for our family. Um, and I think at the end of the day, that's what we look at long term is mm -hmm. what we're creating for future generations to come. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you doing this life with me. Thank you. And running with me. <laughs> Literally, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's running. running. <laughs> yeah, and there's no time to slow down. Yeah. because how they say, "Be careful what you pray for." Right, and that's so true because we continue we pray to pray for, for increasement. Yeah, and then it's like you know, almost like you ask God to slow down, but He's like, "But this is what you asked for." Yeah, and you know, it. I mean, it has it has its pros and cons, and sure. I I honestly don't see myself being married to anyone else. Um, and I think God had that intent mm -hmm. um, for us to, you know, be joined for something even bigger yeah. than what we could have ever imagined. Yeah. That's good. Good. Well, thanks for saying yes. So that's not stopping anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I just feel like more strength. Yeah, I think I think I just I find joy in learning new things mm -hmm. and like just trying to implement that. You know, whether it's at the church and figuring out, you know, how to, you know, do a full year of marketing plan or, you know, with the business and learning like different sides of it from accounting to, you know, how to hire people like the how to what my processes are, you know, when this if this happens, then what do we do? You know, mm -hmm. like learning all of that. And I'm I'm excited for the next phase of that, you know of what what is to come or what god wants to do and so yeah it's gonna be i think i don't know if i i don't know if you remember this but i'm like it's gonna be a breeze like <laughs> life it's not gonna be just this is what we're doing right here i always knew my life was gonna be something like this it's never just oh we're just chilling it's never i mean there's, there's times when we just relax and we don't do much but even in that, my head is still going, mm -hmm. you know. And then sometimes I'm, I'm like, I wonder if she's tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you tired of all my questions? Like, or just bringing up <laughs> random things in the middle of, you know, something. Like, hey, what do you think about this? She's like talking about, hey, the kids, you know, need to eat something or whatever. I'm like, what do you think? I'm like, okay, yes, but what do you think about this? <laughs> you know? And, like, I've bounced so many ideas off of you. You've given me ideas that you use and things like that. So that's what that's what life is all about. And I, I'm excited for what's to come. So. It's exciting. Yeah. And I always get worried when Akin will come saying, I have an idea. And I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the beauty of it is that God knows. And I know if, you know, he planted something in you, there's always going to be something even bigger that's going to come from that. Yeah. Um, and there are times when, you know, his mind is just running, 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 running. But at the same time, you know, is continuing to 
come down and saying, okay, what, what is the purpose behind this? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, you know, God confirms it over and over again. And I think that's, that's the beauty of it. We're we're doing his work. Yeah. Yeah. I love how, how, well, at the time was Rhythm Creative Lab. Mm -hmm. I love how just the business, you know, came first. And then you came, you know, it's like provision, Yeah, you know, like I, I just love that entire you yeah. know, thing of, you know, God's provisions near, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like you started up, little did you know who you were going to meet, when right. you were going to meet right. Adriana, you know, so I just, I love that. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a big yeah. thing for, for men, like build something now. I was texting you the other day and you were like, you saw my story. You, you said, oh, then you texted me. It was like, what? 11 or something like that 10 30 p.m and you're like well if i can stay up so can i yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's and like, so <laughs> that's true so I, I was telling you i was like hey this is the time you know if you're gonna build something you're single this is the time to do it and then that way by the time your partner comes along you already have something established that they could you know join in with you or they have something that they're building as well yep. you guys could you know bring that together and i think as men as christian men as god-fearing men i think that's what god intends you know for the man as you know for the man leading is like you're leading in that kind of way as well you know so i think it's really cool and then the next day it's like i have four hours of sleep my eyes are burning how do you do this (laughs) yeah i think i was like ready like i had the opportunity to get eight hours of sleep yeah and then i was like laying down i was like I want to create this video real quick you know i kind of knew, I knew what it was already and then so i literally just got up yeah. opened my laptop before i know it it was like going to bed at like two you know we had to wake up early it was just it was funny but sometimes yeah. that's how it is you know like truly it's it, is. it i know it's taken away from sleep but mm-hmm. literally I, i'm aware that when something's burning inside of you like that you know it's i don't want to like just suppress it and in the morning it's going to be gone like that yeah. feeling in that very moment it was yeah. just going to be gone when i woke up right. so it's like okay well if i have this idea now you know might as well just put it into put it into action right now yeah but that's that's the unexpected right there you just never yeah. know <laughs> that's, that's good that's good because you know i think this is this is why we had this this podcast you know sometimes even before we started i kept i like before I started buying like the stuff and equipment and whatever, you know, I kept on questioning it. Like, mm-hmm. am I su- are we supposed to do this? You know, like, am I supposed to do this? And my prayer has always been, even when we're getting the house, even when I was getting married, my prayer is always like, God, <laughs> if this is not it, don't let it happen. Mm-hmm. Like I literally pray the opposite thing, you know, right. Instead of saying, I want this, like, yeah, like we will have those prayers, and some most times God will give us the thing we're praying for, but are we ready for it? Mm. When we're not ready, that thing actually crashes down. Mm. So my prayer is always like, if this is not your will, I do not want it. Mm-hmm. You know. So same with before I got before I proposed to her. Same before we got this house because it was a it was a big deal. Like you know six weeks literally like selling the house buying this one it was a, a big thing and then starting this podcast even with the business everything that i've done i'm always saying praying god if it's not your will don't let it happen mm-hmm. and for some reason god keeps entrusting us mm-hmm. and trusting you know with this this platform whatever he wants to do um 
that's why that's why we're here to be able to help creatives and i'm gonna have so many stories unfold in this podcast so many things so many hopefully lives have been changed and minds have been renewed and been open to to their creativity but also paying attention to the business of it you know so um i think i've said everything that i needed to say for this one um if you were to leave someone with a word of wisdom what would it be it's kind of stirring up right now it's the idea of so listening to you it's like you've understood that you've you know been someone who is creative mm-hmm. from very early yeah. right yeah. when i stepped into the space of of digital creativity that was challenging for me to accept like wait what do you mean i'm creative mm-hmm. so when i brought up hvac being aware that you mm-hmm. know that is creativity that was a good analogy yeah that was look, looking back that's what i'm able to see yeah. in the moments we don't i was completely unaware of that stuff right i think today in today's world you know we'll, we'll, we'll if we go just on, on a you know to a random place and we pull a random person and say hey you're creative they literally probably won't believe you mm-hmm. i feel majority of the people today do not believe they're creative they think creativity has something to do like stays in the box of the the dancing the the singing the um you know the paintbrush and all that stuff and the cameras and all that stuff but one of the biggest things that literally shifted the way i thought about it was when we make a choice in life we are creating mm-hmm. and it literally shifted everything so and and, and then it kind of separated the two of yeah. of you know of, of talent and then like being you know mm-hmm. so it, it's it's pretty interesting but i guess you know, the, the thing that I would love for everyone to know is everyone's creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not even, it, it's not, even if it's something that we don't want or we don't think we are, it's literally in us. Mm-hmm. I was already thinking about it uh, this morning in the car and it was just so interesting because I was like, wow, like we truly do not like anything. Mm-hmm. Like everything that we may, you know, um, uh, like, the, like the learning on YouTube and all that stuff, all that stuff is so good, but I feel even beyond that all, everything's already within us that we mm-hmm. need and ideas and all this stuff. And, and I've realized that, you know, like working on a project is, um, is, you know, I'll look at it, you know, I got all these clips together, mm-hmm. don't know what to do with them yet. And I'll like sit there and then I'm, it, it's easy for me to like go on YouTube at that point and be like, okay, what do I do with this? Yeah. But it's like really, and I'm sure you can like maybe agree to this is it's like, it just, comes to you and before you know it you're like 10 seconds in you're like okay got some more direction here yeah let me just keep going this way mm-hmm. so it's like it wasn't anything external that inspired us mm-hmm. it came from within yes mm-hmm. you know it's from the essence that we create and i just love that and that you know when i started to understand that and separate you know or i guess just put creativity in a box mm-hmm. that's when it truly started to shift for me um creating content within the church um it's like not just within the church but just everywhere it's so overwhelming because yeah. you're just like i have you know um whether you're you you're you got lack of ideas or you just whatever it is um i just love how when you kind of stay like we're not supposed to kind of do it alone all the time yeah you have been a massive person in my life who really just kind of inspires me mm-hmm. when i first kind of um just came around 
I loved it. I, 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 one of the things that I, I don't feel like I always intentionally do this, but I just kind of observe and I'll like observe you, observe how you run your business. And then when I came into your home for the first time, it's like, oh, like that's how like their family is, you know, like that's how, you know, he talks to her and she talks to him and, you know, that's how they treat this. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I think it just kind of once again birthed something inside of me where I was like, okay, what has God given me mm-hmm. where I can grow something? to be able to provide, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest things, um, you know, why I think we just love what we do is because we become aware that we're actually a voice in the digital, in in the digital world, you know, Um, and it just becomes uh, just so fruitful when we just kind of keep trusting, you know, Mm. right now I'm, I'm, I'm in this place to where I'm realizing like, Hey, if God calls you somewhere, uh, he's going to, uh, he's going to place you somewhere where there is people, mm-hmm. you know, so because we're not supposed to do it alone, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and everywhere he places you, he will provide resources. Right. You know, even when I made that transition into HVAC in here, one of those things was like, okay, resources are here. Provision is here. I can let off the pedal doing HVAC and I can go all in on this, you know, and one of the biggest, that the passion conference, yeah. where we learned so much, so much, you know, it was, one of the biggest highlights that I love when I was there, I started to realize it like, wow. So, cause I was, that was right when I kind of stepped into the digital space of things. And it was cool because I was like, okay, already, right? Like what's, what's the secret right. to, to get the photos, you know, <laughs> passion, they are so amazing at what they do mm-hmm. as um, just a church. And so you're like, okay, well, they're going to tell us how they take photos, how they take videos and this, this and that. And so you're waiting for an answer, right? And you're waiting for something specific. And I loved that it all came back to Jesus. Yes. And it was like, hey, you focus on Jesus, you'll get the ideas. Yeah. You focus on Jesus, your team will be structured the way it's supposed to be structured. You know, They pointed everything back to just where our creativity comes from. Yeah. And I just love that. I, I, I loved it. And I think it also just kind of, uh, kind of uh, took something off of me mm-hmm. to where it was like, okay, hey, I guess I, I, I don't have to you know, um, know how to do all this stuff before I, I, I step into this space. Right. And so, once again, just kind of bringing it back to the idea that everyone's creative. Mm-hmm. You know, creativity is not something that stays in the line of, of cameras and this and that. I literally could, in my mind right now, I, there's a few people where I've told like, oh, that's very creative, you know? And they're like, I'm not creative. Like, what mm-hmm. the heck? Yeah. Or they'll come to you and be like, hey, you're the creative one. What's, what? what do you think about this? Right. <laughs> but it's, that, it's the thing of like them not taking that time to be like, okay, well, what do I think? They just already mm-hmm. trust that they're not creative. So they'll just give it to someone else who they believe is creative. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've realized that a lot. And I think stepping into um, the church world, it's pretty cool to see that creativity is just overflowing in churches right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't grow up in church, mm-hmm. so I had zero clue what it looked like. I've, but I've, I've seen, you know, um, I, I've been to churches when I was younger, so I'll kind of see how things are. There's like no production of it, obviously. Like, yeah. you know, nothing, no LED screens, no nothing. So it's, it, in, in a sense, I, I love that it's, making its way in because mm. it's giving people the ability to express God in a whole different way. Yes. Mm. You know, and it, it's, it's just one of the most amazing things to yeah. kind of witness right now mm. is, you know, even in our team at, at churches, I realized like, okay, so we're all here. And like, I literally thought about it. We were all sitting down one time and it hit me of like, why are, like, why are we all here together? Mm. You know? And then it made sense of like, okay, it must be because we all have something unique inside of us that 
we can bring to the table mm-hmm. that this church needs. Yeah. You know, like, like, and, and it was just, I, I, it was, it was cool to realize that of like, I, it also encouraged me because when you had asked to, to, you know, um, step into that space mm-hmm. of graphics and all this stuff, knowing that I knew nothing. Right. I even told you, I was like, Oh yeah. I told you, no, you do remember, right. That I don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Right. So why am I, why do I have this oh. role? Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I love that for, for people is, you know, God will literally place people in your life who believe in you way more than you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And we, as humans just struggle a lot with belief. We struggle a lot that it's within us. Mm-hmm. We struggle a lot that once again, that we're creative and stuff. So when you start like seeing that other people are like, Oh wow. Like, you know, like whether they're encouraging you or they love what you're doing and all this stuff. And they're, they're pitching you this idea of like, yeah, mm-hmm. bro, you can do this, yeah. you know? And you're you like, start to believe it. Yeah. And then you start to believe it. You're like, yeah. Oh wait, I can't. And that's, I believe is the shift is yeah. because why is because it's in the mind, it's in the thinking where, um, I feel, uh, it begins. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, if I can start thinking that I'm creative, I will start seeing everything as if I'm creative. Yeah. And before you know it, ideas come at you, desires start coming at you. You know, you'll be walking, listening to a song and, you know, you're like, I know how to use this song. Right. You know, and everything, you just kind of start looking at everything through a lens of creativity. Yeah, you look at it differently. The most beautiful thing is everything mm-hmm. was created. Yes. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. So it makes sense. And, and I just encourage everyone to just step out in that. Yeah. To step out that, um, you know, once again, when we choose, we're creating. So mm-hmm. don't put creativity in a box of, you know, Atkins creative. You mm-hmm. know, he, he's realized it since he was young. So if I'm, you know, 35, I must not be creative because I'm already, you know, 35 and blah, blah. But the thing is, that's a whole other thing about just age is yeah. like realizing like, you know, you guys, I'm sure everyone always, you know, oh, I'm, you know, 30, I'm, I'm old. Mm-hmm. And me, I was like, I'm like, throw 50 years on top of that, you know, right. 80, you know, that's, that's, that's lots that's of life, a lot of, yeah. a lot of life, yeah. you know, and lots of things that can just be created right there. Lots yeah. of things that can be um, just like just starting, you know, so I would just say that realizing yeah. that it's it, it's whether you want it or not whether you believe it or not creativity is with like within you you know good mm-hmm. that's good and i think that's really good and i think even part of it is asking because i remember when i was um this was like my last year that i was able to to go to youth camp right because i grew up going to youth camp and so i remember you know watching the drummer and the drummer was just going in like playing drums and like just yeah and that's what my eyes, that's what blessed, you know, that's, that's how I was like, this guy is really, really like worshiping God at, with this, you know? And so like looking at that, I was able to, you know, just ask God, like, give me the gift like that. You know, like, I want to play drums for you. <laughs> I, you know, I want to do this for you. And in my head, I was thinking small, I was thinking just drums, you know, but because of that asking, he gave me way more than that. Yeah, it's crazy. It literally begins with the question. Yeah. Whether she herself or to another person. Yeah, it gave me way more than that. Mm. And from there came drums, dance, music, video, photography. And here we are where we're, you know, helping the church with the productions and writing and doing all this kind of thing. So I think part of it is also just asking, mm. like, what can I do? You know, stuff. So, 
yeah, asking people that are around you, like, what do you see within me? Or asking God, you know, like, give me this specific gift. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what would you leave with the people? I think something that I would like to leave with the people is just continuing to believe in yourself. Um, if we truly believe that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God, then who are we to question what he has for us? Um, it's embedded in our DNA. Um, we're, you know, a royal identity um, is what stems from what God is doing in us, even before we were formed in our mother's womb. Uh, so continuing to cancel the noise, rebuke the lies, uh, and continuing to walk into the plans that God has for us, uh, and continuing to be in that mindset of um, always having a renewed mind, um, never you know thinking we know everything, um, or you know not thinking that we're ever good enough, yeah. or questioning what God is doing, um, because then we're missing the opportunity, or we're missing the um, the calling um, that God. Um, has for us so just continuing to um, press into what what god is doing and continuing to pray for him to reveal um, the plans that he has for us because if it's if you're truly in god's will he will continue to reveal the plans that he has for you and nothing can stop the work that god is doing that's good it's really good good this is this is great, you know. So I I think I think the lesson here is, you know, just trusting God, and knowing that is is going to walk with you every step of the way, whatever that is, you know, with yourself, with creativity, with your business, with your job, with your life, you know, and that that will take you, you know, to the next phase. Every every single time as you trust God and you think on the things and the plans that he has for you and you begin to actually exec execute those plans and walk in, in the will of God, like mm -hmm. your life will never be the same. So I am excited for this podcast. This is episode number one. Done. You know, big. yeah, that's huge. I, I'm really excited just to see, you know, what's going to happen, the stories that are going to unfold, the people we're going we're gonna to get to talk to, the creative minds, the way they think, you know, their businesses and things like that. So, and with that, we're all created to create something. So, Amen. go create something. <laughs>